Midnight, not a sound from the pavement. Has the moon lost her memory? She is smiling alone in the lamplight. The withered leaves collect at my feet, and the wind begins to moan. Memory alone in the moonlight. I can smile of the old days. I was beautiful then. I remember the time I knew what happiness was. Let the memory live again. Every street lamp seems to beat a fatalistic warning. Someone mutters and the street lamp sputters. And soon, soon it will be, be morning. <laughs> Daylight, I, I must, must wait for the sunrise. I must think of a new life, and I mustn't give in. When, when the, the dawn comes tonight will be a memory too and, and a new day will, will begin musical break mm -hmm. Burnt out ends of smoky days The stale cold smell of morning A street lamp dies another night is over Another day is dawning Big finish Touch me, it's so easy to leave me All alone with my memories of my days in the sun If you touch me, you'll understand what happiness is Look at new Do it! Congratulations, <laughs> my friend. Welcome to you Scream Cat. Killed it! You absolutely killed <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I'm sure that's what that was. Congratulations. Uh, kind of funnies only entertainment podcast where we come together and talk about cats. That's right. It's a one-off. Right. Yeah. Never, never before it's done. Never to be done again. Absolutely. Unless there's a cat too. Sure. And then who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I'm already loving. It. I want to come back for more. <laughs>
I'm very excited if that happens. So look, we talked about well, real doing quick, this. Real quick, let yeah, me go finish ahead. the intro. Yeah, you can yeah. watch us live uh, Thursdays at around 11.40ish on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Or you can watch us as a VOD on YouTube or roosterteeth.com. Uh, if you just want to listen to the audio, which God, I don't know why you would. Oh uh, come on! Who <laughs> wants to listen to that? <laughs> you can. People are going to be making MP3s of that <laughs> shit. Oh, I really hope not. You can find us on all of your favorite uh, podcast streaming apps. Um, I'm your host today, Kevin Coelho, and with me is Gary, the Rogue One Widow. Hey, how's it going? Oh man, it's going so well. So we did it. Look, we're actually here. We talked about we, this. Yeah, it started for as so a, long. It started as kind of a goof, right? Yeah. But we actually did it. We, did it start as kind of a goof? I mean, I didn't. I, I mean, I I always wanted to do it, but I never thought anyone else would would go along with I've, it. I've I've always been interested in cats. Have you? Yeah. You mean, you mean in general or well, just the, 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 the idea of what it, the production? Oh right, right, right. The idea of what it is and like how crazy it is. Right. And like I've always wanted to see it, but like I. It's you know. always been this thing kind of on the on the edge of my consciousness in the sense that I've never seen it. As a, I've never seen like a Broadway or a West End production uh-huh. or anything. And the thing is, it's everywhere. Like, I mean, let's just like, like give it some props. Like it is one of the most popular product stage productions of all time of all time yeah. right it's been since night it's like since 1981 i think mm-hmm. it's been out there it's been it's been a big hit it's the fourth like third or fourth most popular most longest running show in both broadway and the west end but then not sp- just beyond that like it all, all, all the way down to like you know provincial like regional like dinner theater like everyone at some point like has put on a production of cats right because it's like such a big thing yeah it's such and a yeah, big ne- thing and yeah i had never seen it yeah but i've always i've obviously seen like, the, the were song. you aware of the story before we went in not the story okay. well a little bit I, mean, yeah. I can talk about that but like you know the, the the song that we just sang is like that's like the showstopper song from that's right. the one that everybody knows right, right? everyone at least <laughs> knows that song um and and I'm aware of like cats as this weird thing where the where the character where the actors dress up as cats and dance around, uh-huh. but I never really knew beyond that what it was. I feel like I've seen it parodied in so many right, things, right. and it's one of those things that like once upon a time I was like, "What the hell is it?" Looked it up on Wikipedia, and I was like, "That seems like something that didn't need to happen," you know? Right. And certainly didn't need to get as big as it has. And yeah, and that's the thing. Like it's kind. Of, we'll talk about it, but it is yeah. kind of baffling when you see what it is. Right. That it has been so massively successful. So I mean, it's massively been, successful. It's, it's been on. It's been continuously running as a stage production for forty years. That's absurd. Right. Yeah. And and it's made countless. I don't know billions probably. It's right? made a lot of money. For it's sure. made a lot of money. Yeah. It's played all over the world. Mm. And if anything, it's almost kind of strange. It's taken this long. For there to be a big well, Hollywood there, production, there, just given the level of success, there was another had. movie made. Wasn't was there? there? Yeah. I th- well, I think they've made movies that were basically just like where they just had a camera. Okay, you know, you know, yeah, when yeah. they just filmed yeah, the stage that, production, that kind of looked like what but it this was. This is the first time they've like adapted it for film, the, and they went all out. They went balls Before out. Before we go in that, I have a tiny bit of housekeeping that I do want to uh, uh, get out here. I want to thank our Patreon producer Al Tribesman. Um, thank you for making this possible. I hope that you feel like your money is well spent. I mean, come on. Who could, who could complain about this <laughs> Absolutely. premium content? Absolutely. Also, this show is brought to you by our sponsors, Upstart and Manscaped. But more about that later. Oh, this is actually a sponsored stream? Oh. Like, you guys are actually making money off of this? Yeah. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. It really That's is. It's crazy. Uh. Um... I don't know if the. By the way, I don't know if the noses and the whiskers are reading on camera. Are they? I can see. I can see that we. I mean, got I assure you, they're reading. Cool, Greg. Can I see my one for a second? Oh yeah. Can I have my one? There it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. There it Just is. in Thank case people are missing that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, 
where, I mean, where do you even want to start? Um, so like, so let's for, go back. Let's I, just, I feel like first off, d- did the trailer scare you at all? Were you like, mm. so, so this all started with the trailer. Mm-hmm. Again, right, like, yeah, so yeah, for the yeah. last 40 years, Cats has been something that's been out there on the edge of our consciousness and, and it's I, always had a, like a weird aesthetic to it it's always had a weird aesthetic. it's always been like really like you could you probably couldn't get me to go if somebody said that said to me anytime in the last 20 30 years do you want to go see cats so they would have said fuck no because like it looks fucking bananas right yeah um and then the trade then this all started with the trailer and the trailer drops a few months ago and the internet went nuts because they're like, what the fuck? Rightfully so. Right. It's a weird design. It's a, it's weird. But like, they certainly it's, commit to it. And it, and it, and you know, and it's and it's and basically everything that has always been weird about cats mm-hmm. is suddenly here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like there's the, the the world of cats and theater and people that are into cats and like our world of like genre and pop culture stuff has never really overlapped that much. No. But when this trailer dropped, it overlapped in a big way because now it's a movie and we all like but to pay was, attention to movies. Was the attention that it was getting from our side of the like media was that more mockery? You think? Oh, it was all mockery. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, it's 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 yeah. it, lo- it, it it's, looks it's weird. It looks but weird. That is like I think that the cast is kind of what doesn't allow you to mock it that much. Where it's because like, you go like but, the cast is like very good. Right. It's They've all got I mean some like legitimate crazy names like, in big, there. Yeah. Huge, and we'll talk about that. But like yeah. huge, huge names, all star cast. They obviously spent a lot of money. Like it was not a cheap. What did you say? Ninety five million dollars? Did they say? Uh, it's yeah. A that's really, the, that's expensive, the number that's it's that's a, clearly out. an expensively made film. Mm. And like this, I guess this is one of my main points about it. Is that, and we'll go back to the beginning of the trailer and everything. But like just generally, I want to say like what's so bizarre about it? It's like we've all seen weird shit, right? Yeah. Like, we've all seen weird movies, but I've never seen a movie this weird. Made made at this level, like for that amount of money, do you know what I mean? Absolutely, like, that's crazy to see something this nutty get rendered at such a high level of production and budget. Like it's mental. Um, so looking at like the budget, like according to the box office mojo, the budget they're saying right now is ninety five million dollars, which I honestly think is low. That does seem very low for the quality. Because uh, every that we single got. shot is a fucking major CG shot. Every single shot, every single one, and there are some where it's, they don't look great. Like there's issues with like artifacting that I noticed at yeah. the end. Yeah, and um, some of the compositing is not brilliant. Us. Yeah, one of the people that I kind of feel us. like they were rushing to get it out. Like, well, the for studio Christmas. that that like worked on it. Is now going bankrupt, so. right? But they also worked on Sonic, like fixing Sonic, right? So, right. But for the most, yeah. uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into the kind of the but more. Just to give you an idea of budgets, yeah. The Greatest Showman. So, as, aside from non-Disney uh, musicals, this is like the highest musical budget, right? And just to give you an idea of what the other ones, La La Land was thirty million dollars. The Greatest Showman, eighty-four million dollars. Mm-hmm. Mamma Mia, here we go again, a seventy-five. Mamma Mia 52 and Le Miserable 61. Right, and this one's obviously yeah. more expensive because yeah. it requires major, so major much, visual yeah. effects to, to do but, it in the I, way that I they decided like to do it. I feel like it requires so much more, and it's surprising that I mean, literally every yeah. shot yeah. is a visual effect shot. Every single shot. And, like, they develop new techniques. I was watching a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff uh-huh. on how it was done. They haven't gone into, like, full detail on how it was, but it's more of like, hey, so we're developing this new technique that we call, like, God, they had some weird name, like fur something technology. I mean, I was curious when I was watching the movie. I was, I was trying to figure out like how much of 
the suits, like the catness of them all, yeah. was like practical how much was CG. But you said it's basically all CG. They're just wearing mocap suits. Yeah, right? so they're wearing weird tan mocap suits with like just the green all, little all dots. All the, the little dots that help Everywhere, the computers yeah. reference stuff later. Yeah, but I, I'm not sure if those are the actual shots that they're using to integrate into the movie, or that was some weird rehearsal. But I think right. that those are the like as far as I can see, that's what they were using for uh, the mocap. So the trailer dropped, and everyone went, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And and I, but I was one of the, and I was going, "What the fuck with everyone else?" But I was also going, like, you know what? I kind of want to know what this is all about because it's so nutty. Uh-huh. And I've always been aware of cats, and I've always been aware that it's batshit fucking bonkers. But now that it's now that it's coming in a form that, I, that is more easily like, right. I'm not going to spend two hundred bucks on fucking theater tickets. Right. But I might go and see the movie version. And let's figure out what this is. And what I loved about the discourse uh, after the trailer dropped is those Venn diagrams, like the world of Cats fans and, and, and people on our side of the fence, like the more kind of genre pop culture guys, collided. Because there are a lot of people on Twitter going, what the fuck is this with these cats? This is nuts. Like a lot of people had never even heard of cats. And suddenly they're like, for that, for those people, this is really coming out of the litter box at them. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, but then suddenly all these other Cats people that are on Twitter, but you don't usually hear about them. But now suddenly they're joining you. Oh, so people are saying, oh, Mike, what, what's the deal with these cats? And the cats, people that know it and have seen it on Broadway or West End or whatever, come out and going, oh, let me tell you, you have no fucking idea what you're in for. Let me explain to you how fucking mental cats well, that's is. that's the thing. I don't feel like there's much to explain, you know? Well, so, I, so <laughs> I, what, I, here's, here's what uh-huh. caught, got me interested. It was not the trailer, but there was a Twitter thread from someone that was very familiar with Cats who had seen it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And they did a Twitter thread and they said, here's basically the plot of Cats. And it was like 20 tweets in a row. And I read it. I was like, there's no fuck. Like, this, is, this is a joke. There's this no can't be way. right. That's yeah. no way. That's actually the plot of, the, of, the, of, of Cats. But it's, I looked at it and it's fucking real. And I was like, oh, I've got to see it. Yeah. And that's when I started to get invested. Um, d- did for you, did it like live up to the hype of the trailer? Like more, I mean, more so because like, here, I mean, here's my like, let's just get this out of the way at the top of the line. I do recommend if you're on the fence, I highly recommend that you see it. I, 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 you, people have said to me, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know how to answer that question. I honestly think that it, it defies conventional criticism because it's, it's so weird. Here's, there's, no, there's no way to review it or criticize it in, in a conventional way. I, I will say this. You will, you will not regret having seen it. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Because here's the thing. I don't know that it lived up to the hype of the trailer where, like, none of the songs, like, even, like, Memory was good, but, like, I didn't feel like the majority of the songs, I didn't feel, well, like, that, were you exceptional and, Well, you and, you and I talked after yeah. the movie, and that was, that was the biggest problem for me is that it's a musical, and I love musicals. Mm-hmm. They're great. I, I, I love musicals, and, like, some of the, some of the best nights out mm-hmm. I've ever had are, like, at a theater with, like, a really yeah. great Broadway West End style musical. Well, like every all the songs are great. Like you just you know, like um, Avenue Q, Guys and Dolls, uh, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Like some just great, um, amazing performances, great music, and you just get sucked into it in a way that like I don't think even movies can do. When you see a great live performance, um, the problem with Cats is as a musical, and this is obviously everyone has different tastes, but mm-hmm. my my taste is like Memory is the, the song that we opened the show with. You wouldn't know from the way we performed it, but that is truly one of the all time great. <laughs> stage musical songs like it's it, it's 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 a beautiful it's, song it's a beautiful yeah. beautiful song and when elaine page or jennifer hudson whatever fucking like belts it out 
And it's designed in such a way that that last verse, you're meant to like go all out. Right. And like singers that have like great lines right. on them can really fucking kill it. And, was, it's, uh, and it's powerful. I was watching, uh, uh, yeah. just really quick to interrupt, just to make a point on something you're saying. I was watching a video with, uh, is Andrew Lloyd Webber? The, yes. The, he's the man that created yes. Cats for the, the actual play, or yes. the musical. Uh, and he was talking about like without the... Um, Shoot, I, I can't remember the name of the character. I've got all the names right yeah, here. Yeah, it was the the girl that actually sings that song, or the cat that sings that song. It's um Griselda? oh fuck, uh, yeah, Griselda. Is it Griselda? Griselda. No, Grizabella. Grizabella, that's it. So Grizz, he's like without Gri- like the right Grizabella, the performance falls apart. Yeah, he's like you have to nail that song. She's she's not. And what's interesting, she's show. not the main character in no, the story. No, not at all. But she she's has. So but she's the one that has the show. The, who gets the show stopping mm-hmm. number? And it's and it's interesting. They sing a they sing a little version of it like halfway through, mm-hmm. but then the big showstopper version of it comes at the very end, yeah. as it, as it should. And um, Jennifer Hudson did such a good job, I mean, brilliant, beautiful. And again, it's hard because yeah. the cameras like, when she actually does it, the cameras like right up on her, mm-hmm. and it's hard because like she looks like a cat, and you go, and you're still going. Even like it's weird. Even two hours in, you're still going, what the fuck? Yeah. Like in that, the the effect of like what the, it doesn't wear off. You don't go like. Yeah. It's not like twenty minutes, and you kind of go, "All right, yeah, okay, fine. I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm into this. I'll, yeah. I'll watch it. They're cats. I get it." No, like you, it's, it's, it's you, yeah, it's awkward like the whole you, time. The very first shot, you're like, "What the fuck?" And the very last shot, you're still like, "What the fuck?" Um, so like the camera's on her, and it's weird. But like if you just like close your eyes or whatever, and just let the music take you, uh-huh. then it's then obviously she's incredible. Yeah, and she belts it out probably as, as good as or better than anyone ever has. The problem with it is though, to your point is that that's the only good song in the musical. Right. The other if songs are very just okay or the, the, forgettable. The, the, the cats, the CG, the mm. lack of story, the, ma- the madness of it, I would have forgiven all of that if the music had carried me all the way through it. The problem right. is most of the music just kind of left me cold. Yeah. And Memory is the only song where you kind of go, oh, this is a musical. Right, all right. right? But that's, and that's the only one. Like you're, you're kind of waiting for it because you know it's coming. And and they and you I mean know, I didn't like I'm oh, I you didn't no I so like I said I only know this through like a Wikipedia description of what's oh, going right. on so I mean so that yeah. I mean like, that was the little that I knew about cats yeah. it was this weird shit thing weird as shit thing about cats and that memory is like the big show stopping number at the end and we and and we've all even if you haven't seen cats you've mm-hmm. probably at least heard that song somewhere because it's the it's the yeah, famous song it's very famous um and it's it, again it's, like I said all credit to it it's a truly truly great song and when a good singer gets a hold of it. It's 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 transcendent yeah. as it is even in this weird ass movie, um, but the but all there isn't a single other song where I'm like, I like this music enough that I'm willing to forget that this is mental. I don't think there was a single song where I was like, oh, I want to listen to this later. Right, like you don't want to like, go we, out and buy the soundtrack right, album. Right. We we um, recently Paul and I went to watch Hamilton. Yeah, and, and, that, and we, that has a, so many. Great oh my songs. god! When we walked out, it was like I can't wait to hear the right. um, what the the king. Yeah, his, any of yeah. his numbers were fantastic. I wanted to hear his songs. Yeah, but like coming out of this, I was like, everyone was talking about like there being a banger. I was like, which one was it? Right, because it, it was just like I, I, it wasn't clear to you that that was the banger. It wasn't super clear. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I would have yeah. thought that had been obvious, but anyway. So listen. So you and I talked about let's go see it. It mm-hmm. started as a bit of a goof, but then you texted me and said, "Hey, I actually have tickets Access for a screener." This, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I called you bluff and we're all in. <laughs> so we, so we went, um, and do you, I mean, do you want to talk about the story? Do you want to kind of try and recap before, the story a little bit? Before we do that, cause I do have kind of a, a Oh, you've got an agenda? Yeah, I'll, agenda. I'll, 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 let, I'll let you okay. run so the agenda. I want to ask you, what do you think Cats did well as a movie? 
I'll say this, mm-hmm. and and you know, I've, I, I've 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 posted a little bit about cats on social media since because I was so like eager to talk about it. Uh, but I wanted, but I also didn't want to like blurt out all my opinions because I wanted to save it because right. I knew this was Thank coming. you, I appreciate it. So, <laughs> so I've just, I've been kind of, you know, vague about my opinions of it. Um, and, it and it's hard to have an opinion yeah. because it's so, it's so, it doesn't fit into any kind of conventional, it's, 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 and I don't mean this in a good way or a bad way. It's just a thing to say, I've never seen anything even remotely like it. And I don't think I ever will again because it's so fucking nuts. And and it's and it's so bizarre, like I said. To and it's you almost don't believe that it, it can exist to see something this nutty made for that much money. It's just and rendered at that level. It's like mm-hmm. say what you like about how creepy or whatever the cats look. It's it's beautifully photographed. It's beautifully lit. Every Absolutely. shot is beautiful to look at. The cinematography and the camera work the is sets, really really impressive. The sets are fantastic. They're insane, right? And again, when you look at like the behind the scenes stuff, it's like they have giant sets that are the giant like right. They uh, obviously built those giant streets, giant the, the sets. Giant, yeah. yeah, and it's just for me like what it did is the, it killed the visuals on like we're like yeah those cats look weird right but at the same time that was someone's vision that right. they nailed so right and and this yeah. is this is where I absolutely this this is the point I wanted to make is like you can argue about whether or not this is a good or a bad movie i i don't even think it's a movie i don't think you can even call this a film i think just because it's projected onto a cinema screen doesn't make it a film what it what it to me very clearly is is it's it's the broadway it's the musical it's a musical it's yeah this, it's it's a stage musical that was rendered using cinematic techniques and mm. then projected onto a movie screen i don't think that, i don't think it's a film because it's so literally almost shot for shot what you can you can tell by like how how small it's sta- like even right. even you feel even like the, even the film sets yeah. look like a stage set. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and that's what I liked most about it. Where it's like it feels like the best rendition of like going to watch it as a play, right? Made into a movie, right. and right. like it's because like you know the, the, they have uh, what Le, Le Miserable came out like a couple actually a while ago now but like that's a normal movie format where you're right you're, you're, you're in around a world in locations and, and right, walking exactly. down the street and doing things like that but this, this is not was that. very much like you felt like you were watching a play no, it is the most it's probably the most literal mm-hmm. interpretation of a stage play or a stage performance or a stage musical I've ever seen um, and, and I really like and, and I and I and I, I like to get back to your point mm-hmm. You can argue about whether or not it's a good movie or a bad movie or if it's creepy or, or horny or what, all of those things. The, the, I, I would say this, and the movie's obviously getting a lot of shit and everyone's having a great... The internet loves this, right? They love yeah. to pile on when something like a freak thing like this happens. And great, have, have your fun, internet, that's great. And we've all been having fun with it. But I, w- I will say this. They, I, I kind of admire the fact that good or bad, right or wrong, they had a vision mm-hmm. and they fucking leaned into it and executed it to the best of their ability. And you can argue about whether or not that was the right vision. And you can argue about whether or not this ever should have been executed. But the fact is they fucking did it. They said, we're doing this. And they, and they went all in and they, and they committed to it. It's very and even impressive. Even if it's a spectacular yeah. failure, I still admire that. I, I admire spectacular failures mm-hmm. because they tried really hard. I remember, so when I worked on after, I'll tell you a story. When I worked on after earth, I worked with mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan and I was talking to him about, there's a scene in signs. God, so cool. I, I, there's a scene in Signs where Joaquin Phoenix's character, I don't know how you remember this. Oh, I remember quite a bit. But Joaquin Phoenix's character has two baseball records. Mm-hmm. He has one for the highest number of home runs ever hit at the, that local ballpark. Right. But he also has the highest number of strike strikeouts, like swinging. Yep. And 
And I was talking to Knight about it, and what I realized as I was talking, maybe it's obvious already to some people, but it's something I discovered in talking to him, but that, that, that character and that story is an analogy for his career. Because he basically said, look, um, every movie I make, I, I either hit a home run or I fucking strike out spectacularly. Yeah. But I always swing for the fences. And, that, and I admire that. Right. The, I admire the, the, that. the thing they kept repeating was swing away. Yeah, swing away. Yeah. He says, I always, like, yep. I always swing away. So you always try, even if it's mad, even if it's crazy, even if everyone's telling you it's mad, mm -hmm. you, you, the only, you the only way to achieve true greatness is to fucking swing away. And they swung away on this movie. And I, you could argue that if they, they struck out swinging, maybe they did, but they fucking swung away, and I admire that. But I mean, that, that, I feel like they, this is exactly what I thought the play was. And, and granted, right. I, now it's like, God, I wish I had seen the play, right. or the, the actual stage musical, right. so I could tell people, like, they nailed it. Because I think that, like, the problems that this movie has are in the, like, aren't in any of the production. It's the just overall story of it. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it. if, if, yeah. if you're going to adapt Cats, mm -hmm. it, like I said, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, they adapt it. Again, yeah. I've never, I, the weird thing is, like, Leah's seen the, the original musical. Yeah. I, I never have. But, like, I feel like you don't even need to. It's clear to me that it's, like, a faithful adaptation because it's so obviously, like, you're watching. It is almost like, at times, it almost does feel like they are just, like, it's a stage production they just pointed a camera at. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. And, and, and they do occasionally do things, you know, they're very, uh, Tom Hooper obviously is like, look, this is a, uh, this, I can do things that I can't do, it, like I couldn't do on a stage show, I can move the camera around, I can do weird transitions, I can be more ambitious, and there are times when they use cinematic techniques to do things that wouldn't be possible on a stage, right. on a theater stage, which is great, that's what you should do. Yeah. But for the most part, for much of it, it really is just like you're you're in, in like in a theater watching a watching a stage show, mm. and again I kind of admire the the, the purity of that. that they I just said let's just fucking do it, do what it is. We don't need to reinvent it. Let's just let it be what it is, which is which is batshit insane. <laughs> batshit insane. But it is what it is. Uh, so now let's move on to what we didn't like. Okay. So you want to start with that? Yeah. What, I, what again, like, like I don't even I don't even know where to start. Um, you know, it's it's impossible. I I wonder if they actually might have had more success with it if they had made, remained even more faithful to the stage show and done it all practical and just had them wear costumes. Because the problem is the CG is obviously putting a lot of people off, and but you know, and you never get to a place where you just are okay with it. I know that right now we're talking about like, oh, how weird the CG is. But I remember growing up and seeing pictures of the cats. Yeah, and being like, "Dude, those costumes are really weird." Right. You know, I feel like it, oh, it's, it, it's, like, all, it's it always been weird intentionally to be off-putting and weirdly sexualized. Uh, again, another interview I was watching where Andrew uh, Lloyd Webber was um, talking about he was talking to T. S. Eliot's wife. Okay. So T. S. Eliot passed away. Right. Talking to his widow there. And just so we clear, T. S. Eliot wrote the original poems that Andrew that, Lloyd Webber adapted into the stage show. Right. Right. Um. And he was trying to get permission to do this, and it wasn't until she, he was like, okay, this is the image I have for the cats. And he named some – I can't remember the, the, the band that it was. But, like, it looks like the cats people wearing clothes. Like, so it's, it's right. like a similar aesthetic for their, like, style. Right. And, and like, in the, the widow was like, he would have loved that. You right. have my full blessings. Right. And it's just one of those, like, I feel like them being off-putting is important. Like, they could have done Cats. They could have made it look like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't, but. But I think that, like, part of it is. 
I think there's, like, I think there's a couple of, I think there's different approaches you could have taken. You could have done it like a Pixar type movie, right? Uh, where it's just, where it's kind of anthropomorphized mm, cats, right. but clearly like cartoon cats. Yeah, that might have been a way to go. You could, you could have, but you could have just stayed very uh, traditional to the stage and just had them really, really, really good versions, but basically just they're in co- prosthetics and costumes and makeup. Maybe a bit of CG here and there, but they went full, full into the CG vision. And, I, and uh, yeah, t- for me, that's not a negative. To me, that's like you like you liked that. I, I it's not that I like the design because they are off putting, but like I like the 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 vision of it and the execution. I feel like what they were thinking, they nailed. And right, I I think that it has to be a little weird looking to like stay faithful to the like because otherwise, I but I do think uh, there are other ways that they could have done it that mm-hmm. wouldn't have been so weird. Like people are having a really visceral reaction to the specific way that these characters look. Where they are, I mean, it's like some fucking island of Doctor Moreau type but shit. Here's the problem: if you change their design and make them less human looking, yeah, then the way they dance, it won't be as impressive. Because there's so many shots of the uh, what's her name, Victoria, the yeah, cat. the main cat, yeah, Francesca, Francesca Hayward, Hayward, who by the way was terrific. Oh, she's fantastic. And it's interesting how many of her, like, sh- people would talk to her and she would react by just kind of dancing away. Yeah. And it just, if you took away that aspect of, like, the the human figure, yeah. the, the, like, it just wouldn't look No, you're right. right you because know? one of the, th- I think one of the things, I, you know, because so, so Francesca Hayward is a, she was cast, she was an unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of big stars in the movie, but they put an unknown in it. She's obviously, a, she's a ballerina. Yeah. And by the way, she did do all her own singing. Oh, really? Yeah. In fact, oh, wow. In fact, they wrote a song for her. Just for the movie that's not was not in any previous version also, of Cats. Taylor Swift's song was written just for the yeah, movie. Yeah, so there's right? a couple of I think there's a oh, couple wait, of no, did ta- Taylor Swift. Taylor write Swift that song? and Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote a new song called mm-hmm. Beautiful Ghosts for Francesca Hayward to sing that Got was it. not in a, any previous version. Yeah. Um but we were like, can she, is that really her singing? Because she's such a brilliant uh dancer. Is like yeah. c- can she really be that good a singer as well? But apparently she was. Um but no, you're right. Like one of like, I'm not a ballet guy, but she is a ballerina. Mm-hmm. And the dancing of cats. Uh, the choreography is very based around ballet. It's a very yeah. balletic style of dance. And it is. It's beautiful and it's graceful. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I one of, my, one of my comments was that I kind of wish that they had updated it a little more, maybe mm. threw in like a little more hip-hop choreography. It made it, made it more modern because it felt a little bit old-fashioned, See, the it, dancing. That, yeah, I, I understand that. But I, again, I feel like the, the ballet aspect of it yeah. lends so well for like cats and like how... Yeah, I was, I was talking to Leah about this earlier today. It's like cats yeah. are supposed to be graceful. Right. and The, the, the way they fits. walk, and it, yeah. it all fits so smoothly yeah. with that. Yeah, and, and, and what I... I, I Again, God, I want, I want the to more we talk about it, the more it's like, man, I kind of like it. I'm telling you, there's, like all so this, there's all this hate. There's all this hate there out there for it. Honestly, you've got to just fucking think about it. There's a lot of really amazing stuff. One of the things that I appreciated about it, because I'm not a ballet guy, uh-huh. um, and I've never, I've never, I, I have I ever sat through a ballet? I might have done. I can't remember. I'm not a ballet fan, and I don't really like ballet. I appreciate, I admire it. It's very incredible discipline, but I'm not like a ballet. I don't enjoy watching it. But when I'm, but one of the things you do appreciate. And, and you just made this point, is that when it's done well, it's not just in the dancing, but it's, it's, it's in all of the movement. Right. And you realize that movement is, it's a language that mm-hmm. you, can com- you can communicate with it. And they do, they, do, they have these whole, these, these whole sequences where, they commu- where characters communicate with each other through nothing but movement. There's no dialogue, but you understand what the, what the communication right, is. Right, right. Right, and yeah. it's a la- it's a it's a it's a language that of like the way their bodies move with each other, and I and I really I liked that a lot. And there is something I mean, 
again, the faces are. I, I, I had a problem with that. The faces are always weird. You can never. You, you're constantly there, like there, the faces are weird. Were some, me out. There were also some issues on people that weren't like. Um, like the the main person in the shot, so a secondary character, right? Where the face seemed like it was drifting, like a, little, a little bit, bit composited yeah, on. Yeah, and, and I think just, maybe they it, did that, that with some wasn't of them. Perfect. The problem with it is, I would say the CG is almost in many places is almost too good, mm-hmm. like, and that's when you get into the uncanny valley because you right. can't see the joins, and it really does look like they fucking forced a cat and a and a human to fuck, <laughs> and this is what Christ. came out, and and like this is weird. It's an abomination. Yeah. But when they move. It's it's actually quite fitting, right? Like, like the way that the the way that the, the you know they, and the tails are even kind of added mm-hmm. into like like it, it, when you think about it, like the CG guys that are doing the tails, yeah, the animators that's all that fitted into that. the that's all yeah. choreographed along with the rest of the <laughs> excuse me <coughs> with the rest of the body. So so what didn't I, I guess my number one answer to your question of what didn't I? It's funny even we talk about what we don't like, we end up talking about things we yeah, did yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. The number one thing I didn't like is just the, the most of the musical numbers. Like the music fell fell, yeah. fell flat for me most of the time. Yeah. Had had I liked more of the music, I genuinely would have liked the movie. Because that I mean, a mu- the number one thing that a musical needs to do is have good music. Good music, yeah. and obviously it has music that a lot of people like. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been a, a hit for forty years. But like, it just most of the songs aren't for me. I just, like, a couple of them was like, really? Like this is it just doesn't even feel, like, just the, most of the music felt kind of bad to me. But, Andrew Lloyd Webber has written many great musicals and many many great songs, but only one of them is in this particular musical. The the song that Ian McKellen did. Oh, I liked that. I really liked that. Listening to it made no sense. Right, I had no idea what the hell they were but, talking about, and, and this is and so. And this is this is uh, I, one of the one of the general points I want to make is like the acting in it is actually really good. The, yeah. the actors are all good. Francesca Hayward, even though she only has to do one thing through the whole movie, which is basically kind of just look amazed the whole time, she does it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and they have some legitimately fucking badass actors in this. Ian McKellen, Judy Dench. When Ray Winstone showed up, I almost lost my shit. Fucking Ray Winstone is in this movie Wait, playing I'm a cat. Ray Winstone is a famous English actor who always plays like tough guys. Uh-huh. And he, oh, yeah, okay. he played, he he played Growl Tiger. So he was the, the cat on the barge. Yeah. Growl Tiger. I was like, holy shit, this guy's a fucking... And he, he usually plays like gangsters and like hard-bitten I mean, cops still and stuff. Was. <laughs> right. And so, I'm like, yeah. so it makes sense that that's yeah. the role they would cast him in. But it was just mental. So, I want, so Ian McKellen, who's not in the movie very much, the weird thing about it is the way... And I want to talk about this more, but... The way the movie is structured, um, it's not structured. You, you can't. It's not a traditional uh, you know, movie structure. As, as someone who works in the world of like story, and I mm. study story, and I think about story. Like when I go watch a movie, I think about the story. You can't do that with this movie because it doesn't. It doesn't conform to any of that structure. There is a story, but it's it's paper thin, and all it really is is one musical number after another. There are two kinds of musicals, right? There's the kind of musical where. Uh, there's acting and there's scenes and there's the regular drama and every now and again they burst into song and there's a musical number, like a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's, there's right. like news, musical numbers are peppered throughout. Uh, Guys uh, and Dolls yeah. is like that. A bunch of musicals are like that. La La Land is also just La La, like La Land that. is like that. But then there are musicals like Les Miserables right, and like Cats, which is just everything is sung yep. and there's no downtime between songs. It's basically just like listening to the soundtrack album, one song after another. And there might be a tiny, I think like you're 20 minutes into the film before there's actually a spoken line of dialogue right. and it's like a couple of lines and then they're straight into the next number because it's just all, and it, I, that and to me is not, I don't like bold, that style of musical. I, I don't either. I don't dislike it. But I, I just feel like that's a bold move to make when none of the strong, none of the songs aside from the like the right. second to last one are that good. Right. Where it's it's 
But like they did it and they they were all all the musical numbers were certainly interesting to look at. Yeah, they're all they're all well interestingly staged yeah. and interestingly choreographed and mm. each one has its own feel. Jason Derulo's bit by the way was stupendous. That's my favorite part of the movie. His set like when they walk into a milk bar, the milk I'm just bar. like, man, th- look at how many different chocolate milks they had. They had chocolate banana milk, strawberry milk. They had all this. <laughs> I mean, we know them the all. And I was like, I want to find out where this place. Where is, is this milk bar? Yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the, his song was fun, and and so I wanted so that so I wanted more. I wanted more of that because that so because it's Jason Derulo. They obviously catered that song and the choreography to him, and they, they he brought like more of a modern kind of hip hop flavor right. to it. I wish it had done more of that. Because that, that's the only part where it Did felt like... Did you like, like a, James Gordon's song? Gordon. Um, I don't remember his song. It kind of ends with him getting trampolined onto the thing. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I like that because it was a bit of comedy. Yeah, there was a there bit was of humor. Some comedy there, I, yeah. I, I don't like James Corden personally, yeah, but yeah. I liked him in this. I thought he was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Jason Derulo. I thought his, his bit was great. Like, that was probably the most entertained I was during the movie was that, that number. Because he's like the sexy cool cat, right? How did you feel about Idris Elba? I want to talk about Ian McKellen first because okay. I was I was going there. Right, I go, do want to, go, no, we'll, we'll, we'll cover no, all yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. So Ian McKellen does a bit where he and again this is the nature of it. He literally just stands on a stage in a theater and performs a song, like that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and he does it well. But like there's, but he also acts the shit out of it. He acts d- d- the shit out right? of it. Right? He yeah. fucking like there's pathos and like it's it, he's basically telling the he's story. He's so of, like, expressive. And again, because of the design. All the expression in his face was so there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't miss it, and that's the thing. Like maybe under prosthetics, that yeah. gets lost. Right. Maybe that's why they chose to do it this way because the facial. That's what I'm saying. Acting yeah. was in, wasn't in any way obscured. Um, and I also think that's one of the reasons Victoria, like, like you were saying, like, really all she's doing is being surprised between shots. Right. And it's like because we can see her face so right. clearly. No, you might you yeah. might well be right about that. But I do want to give props to Ian McKellen for mm-hmm. that. Like for that five minutes that he's. That he's there owning the scene, the and, stage, he, and, he, yeah. and it's and it's a it's a song about yeah. how, like, but he's had a tragic life, right? right? And he fucking acts the shit out of it. Like he's, it's a great acting performance. That it's also a song, and that was pro- actually I would say, Jason Derulo and Ian McKellen. That was like the two times I was genuinely enjoying the movie. And this is fucking great. I love this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but those moments are kind of few and far between. But I just wanted to give uh, all the actors in it are great. Mm-hmm. Like the, again, there's no bad. But there's another thing about it. again. They all committed. No one is winking at the camera. No one is doing this tongue in cheek. Everyone is like fucking fully in, right? And mm-hmm. they and they're all there's no bad. There's not. I would say there's not a bad acting performance in the film. I, no, yeah, there's I no bad. Agree, there's yeah. no, no, nothing's poorly agree. acted because it's. I mean, it's all like you know fucking triple A plus actors. Everyone's great in it as as, as an as an acting performance. And Ian McKellen in particular was terrific. Um, Idris Elba. So Idris Elba plays the villain, right? McCavity. Mm-hmm. Um, cool name. They, I mean, all the names in this. Yeah, put McCavity. Let, let's let's just do it real quick. Let's just run up. Run. I'm okay. going to run you some of the names of the characters in Cats: Bombalarina, Victoria, McCavity, Old Deuteronomy. Such a good name. Gus too. the Theater Cat, Jenny Ann Dots, Buster for Jones, Cassandra, Growl Tiger, Mister Misopheles, Grizabella, Rum Tum Tugger, Rumple Teaser, <laughs> Socrates, Monkus Trap. Plato, Demeter, Chorus, Griddlebone, Scrimble Shanks, Mungo Jerry, Syllabub. Like, how can Mungo you not? Like, I mean, you've got to love these. Yeah. You've got to love these character names. The, um, I mean, they're they're very interesting names. Do you want to talk about the story? 
I will. Do you, you, you want to get to that? Second, okay. I want to say. So Id- Idris Elba, I thought again was like Idris Elba was a terrific actor, mm. right? And and again, he fully committed to this part, and he hams it up because he's the he's the cheesy, right. he's the Panama, he's a vaudeville villain, yeah. right? He's the he's the villain of the piece, very clearly from the, the very first moment you see him. Yeah. The thing about the thing about musicals and about theater is that there's very little subtlety or subtext. Everything is like. As soon as the villain pops up, you're like, oh, there's the villain. Yeah. It's pantomime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the villain right away. He's got a big scar on his face. And as soon as he shows up, the music goes, ooh. Right, like, right, you right. just know. There's no subtlety. And, I, so, I, and, so he, and so he gets to really chew up the scenery mm-hmm. and be and like I the, think in that aspect, having them commit to like, oh, it's a play, overact these scenes right. is so cool. Yeah. I did have a small problem with that when it was – Again, these characters in the background that are like overexpressive. Like uh, towards well, the end, we have the scene with um, old dude, uh, Deuteronomy. Dude, yeah, yeah, sitting down talking, and there's um, a couple cats behind her. Yeah, and they're kind of like oh, they're all acting all the time yeah, as exactly, well. Exactly, just nonstop. Yeah, and it's like on a movie, it just doesn't make as much sense. Well, so some some of that, mm-hmm. and this and this goes back to what we're saying about how how faithful it was in terms of let's just do a stage production and put it on screen. Is that stage actors? And, and actors that perform in musicals and things like that on the stage are trained and taught to overdo everything. Right. They, they, pre- they have to project really loudly. Mm-hmm. They ha- oh, every facial expression has to be overdone because it all has to be right. seen by the people in the back. And they, there's no close-ups. Yeah. It's not like a film where you can be subtle and, like, and the camera's going to pick up every little piece of acting that you do. Like You're playing to a house of people. Some are close, some are far away. You have to act in such a big... like Everyone needs to see, be able to see what you're doing. There's no room for subtlety. Right. And even when there is room for subtlety, when now suddenly they can do close-ups and they can do, put a camera on you, they're still acting like they're in the stage performance. Like Everything is like over the top. Yeah. Right? Everything's dialed up to 11. And, and Idris Elba is doing that. Like He's, do, he, you know, he's like... I'm the bad guy. It kind of remember, do you, you know what he reminded me of? Do you remember? Do you do you watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Do you remember when they did the Nightman come at the stage production? Right. Yes, of course. And Mac played the Nightman, yep. and he got dressed up like a cat, and he's like, ah, and people. That's that was Mac, that was McCavity. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very good. That's right, very accurate. Yeah, but I, I think it it worked for for um, what this show was like. I actually, yeah, like every, I actually enjoyed McCavity. There are a lot of questions that his character brought up don't even start on the. And if you want to get into world building i feel like we need to do a whole other show let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the story okay. right after we do these ads all right our first ad is from upstart as most of you have found out the hard way getting into debt is easy getting out is hard especially if your credit score isn't great we've talked about it before when greg miller got his dream job at ign he had to drop everything and move across the country Uh, While changing your life that quickly is hard and really expensive. When Miller needed money to make his dreams come true, he took out a loan. Unfortunately, his credit score was still very new and not great. So his loan had a very high interest rate. It took him years to pay it all off. If only he had used Upstart. Upstart Upstart.com is the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates that helps you pay pay off high interest credit card debt upstarts goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness they actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate upstart believes you're more than just your credit score they make it fast simple and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes the best part once 
your loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. If you plan it right, that can be the next day. Over 300,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in its category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash morning. Our next ad is Manscaped. Support for Kind of Funny Morning Show comes from Manscaped, who is best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls. Fellas, listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up to get yourself a gift of shaving this holiday. I'm talking about Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Look, Tim and Greg both got these and they can't stop about they can't stop talking about their smooth balls. Finally, hassle-free grooming without the risk of nicking your nads. I've used the wrong tool for the job. I'm shaving my beard, might as well do the downstairs too. Oh no! My god, my balls are bleeding. Never again. Their lawnmower 2.0 has Uh, proprietary advanced skin safe technology to this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts it's also waterproof so you can use it in the shower the lawnmower 2.0 comes inside the perfect package uh, 2.0 which makes the perfect gift this holiday it's literally everything you need to keep trimmed cut free and smelling nice down there the manscape perfect package 2.0 also comes with the crop preserver an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You're already putting deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not uh, putting deodorant on your smelliest parts of your body? And yes, your balls stink. It's true. (laughs) Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, Tim loves the Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating and smelling and stinking. Uh... And these products smell good. Tis the season to manscape. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, and your friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with code MORNING at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Now, let's talk about how crazy this goddamn plot is. Okay, let's get into it. So like I said, when... When, to me, this is the biggest problem this movie has. No, to me, sense, the biggest problem the movie has is that not enough of the songs are, 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 are yeah. toe-tappers. You're right. I, I, I guess, yeah. That's the thing. It's just it's a weird thing to come into a movie theater and kind of try to forget the structure of right, movies. Right, And just kind of be like, okay, I guess this is going to be a different setup. Because it very much is, here is, what, an hour and 30, 40 minutes of introductions. Yeah. Like you're meeting a new character. They're singing their song. That's what's so weird about it structurally. Yeah. Is it's, just a, it's just one character introducing themselves after another. With an odd through line that is um, which is cavity. Yes. Right? That is like, oh, he's coming in here and kidnapping these people to make his odds better so, so that he can win this bell or the, the so I'm, I'm, ball. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to encapsulate the plot as best I can. Uh-huh. Okay. So there's this cat. Victoria, and she's abandoned into like a, like, a, like the humans throw her away and right. she, in this alley. And there's all these stray cats that kind of adopt her and like take her in as one of their own. Um, and it's this very special night because this is the night 
where one of these cats get, and this happens what, once a year? Is once, it once a year. A, yeah. Once a year, one of these cats, known as Jellicle cats, right. uh, get to be chosen by like the grand mother godlike character of all the cats Old called Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, played by Judy Dench. Yeah. And she apparently has some kind of mystical powers. So the way they explained it is that she's lived many lives. Right. Well cats uh, have nine lives. Right. But like she j- seems to continue She's been around forever. Yeah, for a long time. She's like she's like a She's like, had a lot of kids yeah, too. They she's like clear. this godlike figure. And once a year, for whatever reason, she picks one of these cats to ascend to the other to side of the moon. What's known as the heavy side layer, which is essentially you get reborn into another life. Got it. Okay. And whether or not that means going to heaven or this, you get this, reincarnated. With the but, research that I've done, this makes more sense. Okay. Because in the, in the movie, I thought they were saying something about the other side of the moon. And I was like, that's weird. I, I mean, I, I, but the I, heavy I, side I, layer is like. That's, they, they, never, they never explain what that is. It's it's is it heaven? Is it is it is it? Are you being re- reincarnated? They, but the way they explain at one it is, point they use a different name for it. That's right. actually a scientific like layer of the atmosphere. Okay, so it's like a certain height. All right, yeah. Okay, so one so one of these cats essentially. I think the way they they, they explain it is you get to be born into another life, and in that life mm. you get to become who you've always wanted to be. And again, because cats have nine lives, right? They've you know right. So. Um, and this is that night, so it's a very mm. special night for all the cats. And and several of these cats are going to compete to be chosen, right? Right. And so in in that sense, it actually that is enough of a of a structure for for the for the for the plot to be what it is, which is sure. basically a, a bunch of cats introducing themselves and saying, "This is why I should be chosen. This is who I am. This is why I should but be I the jellical choice." Like, had I not known that going in, right? I don't know that I would have understand that through the. Actual oh, I movie. thought they made it pretty plain. Okay. But I mean, I, I did know that going in because I'd read that yeah. mad Twitter thread. Yeah. But it, so that helped me. So I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have. Yeah. I don't know. But I felt like they made it. I mean, the, the, like the main man cat, uh, Monkus Trap, uh, says to Victoria, because I mean, the whole, you know, the whole point of like Victoria, from one thing that I did understand from a storytelling perspective was Victoria essentially is a proxy for the audience. She's Absolutely. the cat that shows yeah. up, doesn't know what's going on. And everyone's so they, explaining. They, they have to explain things to and her and by extension, themselves. the audience. Yeah. So they explain, she's like, what's going on? Well, this is the special night where Odeuteronomy will choose one of the cats to go on and be born into another life. And all, and there are various cats who are auditioning to be that cat this mm-hmm. year. It's like X Factor for cats. Right. Right? Just like X Factor right? for cats. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and, and basically at that point, the, the, the whole rest of the, of the movie, most of it anyway, is one by one, these cats each get their own musical number in which they represent themselves, introduce themselves, mm-hmm. and say, this is why I should be the, the choice, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got Buster for Jones, the James Corden character. He has his number. Um, Rebel Wilson is kind of like the lazy house cat. I kind of enjoyed, like, she was kind of funny, right? The yeah, Rebel Wilson I, I, kind of clumsy cat. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't necessarily like her in that role. I feel like she, a lot of times, that's what the, the role she takes. Right. And I, I like her more when she's being, like, a sassy, right. like, Kind of making fun of other people, right? Right. So right. like, I didn't love that that whole. Although she had like the weirdest thing of like, hey, here are the mice that I've trained to do, and stuff. I'm going to eat these human cockroaches as well. And like, it was so creaky. The cock the cockroaches I thought looked cool. The mice looked so wrong. They and they were all played by little children. Yeah. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Really off-putting. Very off-putting. I mean, that was weird. Yeah, if you um, think the cats are off-putting, just wait till you see the mice. The Rebel Wilson number is probably the most disturbing in terms of, like, what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um, 
so anyway, so 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 Buster for Jones, um, Rebel Wilson's character, whose name I'm remembering, uh, Jenny Ann Dots, um, uh, Rum Tum Tugger, who again is the coolest cat in town, um, uh, Gus the Theater is, Cat, Ian McKellen, yeah. all take turns performing a musical number for Old Deuteronomy. Basically, right. it's their audition to be the choice. And what what makes them worthy? I don't know, like they have the best song, or like I don't know what it is. But. I mean, I think by the end it was like, no, it, it, I think it was the best song, like the best, the worthiest of like being reborn, right? And but, that's but, why. But are you the, are you the most worthy because you have the the best voice or the best song? No, I, I I don't think the song. I mean, you know, the song is is for us to enjoy, but like it, right. But they're basically I, I making more, they're basically yeah, making their representation to right. her and saying this is why mm. I'm worthy. Okay, so I get that, and then there's t- and then there's two other things going on through the story. One is McCavity, mm-hmm. who is Idris Elba. He's the evil cat, and he wants to be the choice. Why were d- there posters of him everywhere? Because he's wanted. He's a criminal cat. Okay, he's up to all kinds Got of it. shenanigans. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, right. Yeah, Cougar, um, you'd like this cat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, you'd love him. He's like a gangster cat. Yeah. Uh, he's a fucking cool cat. Um, <laughs> and he basically he wears a fedora. If like Stringer Bell was a cat. That's, I mean, that's why he's Idris, that's why they picked Idris Elba. They, I they think. nailed. I feel like they nailed it with that casting. Oh yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's, no, there's not. No one in it is miscast. But I like, say that. Why the hell did he have magic? Again, you, you're asking too many <laughs> questions. You don't want to get into the world building here because it, you just you've just got to go with it. Just go. with All it. right, I guess. Um, just... Look. So McCavity wants to be the choice, but he doesn't want to play fair. Rather than compete on his own mm-hmm. merits. He is spiriting away the other cats and somehow magically teleporting them to a barge out on the River Thames where you are, gu- where you are chained up and guarded by Ray Winstone, right. who growls at you and says, you're, you're here now. Yeah. Right? That's, I'm getting this yeah, right no, so No, you're far, 100% right. right. Okay. So after, after each person does their performance, McCavity kind of shows up in the shadows and goes, Come over here, and then he like does a little thing, and you like disappear into dust, yeah, and and appear on Which, the barge. Catnip? I, I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't fucking don't look know. into it. Don't look into it. So there's so there's Just enjoy that. It. So that there's that through uh-huh. line, and then connected to that is the story of Grizabella, Jennifer Hudson's character, yes. and she's the one who has the show stopping. She she's the one who gets to sing memory, mm. and as best as I can understand it, she is is kind of exiled right she's been outcast from the she Jellicle left cats. she left them she but the thing to she go left, with McCavity. she fell in with McCavity yeah. and made a bad choice and then McCavity and McCavity kind of fucked her they up they said perversions her. a couple times yeah i think he like she like, she basically became like his something i don't know what it was but yeah. like she it wasn't she, good. she went down a dark path with yeah. McCavity and ended up kind of kind of in no man's land right because McCavity rejected her mm. the Jellicle cats don't want her back so now, like, she spends the whole movie basically hanging out in the shadows, kind of feeling sorry for herself and, like, desperately wanting to be reaccepted. But, like, like the other cats, like, oh, they all hiss at her yeah. when they see her. Like, she's not wanted. And so, so but she's this kind of pitiful character. Like, you feel kind of bad for her, right? Mm-hmm. And then, basically, at the end, she's, she's the one who sings the show-stopping number. And, I mean, are we, are we doing spoilers? I don't know. Should we I do mean, spoilers? Is, is there spoilers for this? Like... There's no real story. So, you know what I mean? So she does she does the show stopping number. We're going and to she, spoilers. And she be, yeah, spoilers. Grizabella becomes the the Jellical choice and gets to ascend to the heavy side layer. Which, you know, as far as like the as, as far as storytelling goes, mm-hmm. it's it's the right choice, right? I'm thinking for a yeah. while maybe it's Victoria cuz she's the she's the main character, but it's actually the one that is kind of the most pitiful and sympathetic mm-hmm. and the most 
downtrodden. Like she's a cat that nobody wants. Like the way that you know, and, and this right. is it's true in the stage show and true in the movie. Like she's all bedraggled. Yeah. I kind of like that she's wearing like the fur coat and the jewel. Like right. there's and, like but it's all ruined. Ev- yeah, there's evidence of like she used to have this glamorous yeah. life, but now she's she's in rags. Right, she's really sad. And then the end through Victoria's grace, she sings her beautiful song right. and and gets to ascend, and 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 you know has a happy ending base, and that's it. Yeah. Right? Have yeah, I missed anything? Yeah. No, no. I think that... Well, McCavity comes on and tries... He doesn't actually sing, though, right? He has a Taylor Swift sing, sing for him. T- Taylor Swift sing... It's weird because usually what happens is in the structure, each character has a song... They sing their own introduction song. McCavity shows up, doesn't... He does, he does do a bit. He does a dance number later in the movie, but Taylor Swift basically shows up halfway through the movie and, and introduces him, even though we already know who he is. Right. She does a whole song about how he's like he's the bad, right, the meanest right, right. cat. But like, yeah, I fucking he's already like fucked up a bunch of cats. I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's clear to everyone. <laughs> but Taylor's and then Taylor Swift shows up and and and, and he kind of drugs off. them all with yeah. catnip. Which right? again, it was weird, and let's not look into it. And at the one point, uh, so okay, so um, there are there are some plot twists. Don't forget, he demands that old Deuteronomy choose him because there's all, no other because he's cat because he's spirited away all the others. So by default, he must be the choice. But old Deuteronomy says, fuck you. I, I, I wouldn't pick you if you were the last cat on earth. You can go fuck yourself. Not meow, not right? ever. Right? Mm. And, and so he then spirits her away. He's like, if I can't win, I'm going to fuck everyone up. And then Mr. Misopheles comes along, who's like the conjurer magician cat, who for a while I was convinced in the movie was played by Daniel Radcliffe. But it's just a guy that looks a bit like Daniel Radcliffe. He's like a weird, like he's like a like a stage magician cat with like mm-hmm. a top hat and a wand and stuff. Right, right, right. Pulls rabbits. He's out constantly of hats. trying to do magic, but he can't really yeah. he can't really do magic. Right. And then they all look to him to say, "Can you bring? Can you use your magic to bring her back?" And he's like, "No." And they, but he can't do yeah. it because he doesn't have real magic. Except does he? Because she does actually come back. But like behind him, not where he was trying to get her. I, I, I don't it's, know how she came confusing. back. Confusing. You, you, again, you can't be thinking about the logic of the plot because there is no logic. Yeah. There is no plot. It just is what it is. And you, you're gonna you're gonna drive yourself crazy trying to you know pick holes in this. And it's so upsetting. You know, it's so frustrating because the movie because it doesn't care. Yeah, about at plot. All. It doesn't care about yeah. logic. And I think and you so you can't engage it on those terms. Like you're you're fucking checkmated. <laughs> from the beginning on this movie yeah. like this movie defies you to, to criticize it because it doesn't it doesn't play by no, the rules no but like see that's not true because the songs aren't great no but I, I mean, that, I mean like, on yeah. a, sorry I mean the story I would say defies you to criticize it the story and the logic and the world building I mean, cannot I, I, be criticized because there isn't any. Well, okay, but that in its uh, in its own is criticism. Like, hey, there's not a lot of story here in a movie, and like, it but, is you have, a movie but you have, but you have to. Uh, if you go in expecting mm-hmm. a traditional, as, as, as I suspect many people will over this holiday many, season, many people, many many people yeah. are like, that it's looks, budget, like that looks interesting or whatever, yeah. or like everyone's talking about cats, or like I don't, I don't want to see Star Wars, or Star Wars is sold out. They're going to end up at cats. They won't, unfortunately, have seen Screen Cats. They won't know what to expect. And they're going to go in there and they're going to be fucking... Shocked. Up, just stunned. Yeah. Because it's not... I'm but telling you, like it's not a film. It's not a movie. Very upset. I think that the right now the Rotten Tomato Fresh score is like 17%. It doesn't matter, though. Those reviews are irrelevant. I 100% and, 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 agree look, with that. And, and they will make no difference. If you are the kind of person that wants to go see Cats, you're fucking going, no matter what mm-hmm. the scores say. And if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to go see Cats, then obviously the reviews aren't going to make you go. You're not going to go. You're just not going to go anyway. Um, but I think. But what you're seeing now is a lot of people saying, based on what I'm hearing, I fucking I've got to see this for myself. 
And I think that actually might it be how it finds... It is a unique experience. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like I can't recommend it in the sense that I feel like most of the people that will go see it will be disappointed. <laughs> Again, disappointment yeah. suggests expectations. Yeah. What is, it, what, what is your expectation? That going it's going to be an enjoyable experience. Do, okay, so... So to the crux of the matter, did I enjoy it? I think we enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it in a very, very weird way. But also, like, I get to watch a lot of movies, and I feel like my, like, opinion on movies is starting to change. Right. And I, I don't think that the, the someone that goes to the movie theaters five times a year, it, like, you know, is going to get something out of this that is worth the movie theater experience. For me, this is a, like, hey, man, are you, I, I don't do drugs, but, like, if you do and you're at home... And this I is on Netflix. I would. You're gonna have a great if time if you're in a if you're in a state where pot is legal yeah. and you can get a, a fucking shit faced and go see this movie. Like my friend Dana, who was sitting next to me, she's a film critic. Yeah. She had a bottle of wine. Yeah. And she drank a whole fucking bottle of wine during that movie, and she had a blast. I feel like that will definitely help because the whole movie is like a fucking acid trip. <laughs> you know whether whether you whether you're on drugs or or, or liquor or not. Right. Like it, it it and it and it and it just it it just fero- this is what I admire about it. It just ferociously is what it is. It's just like this is what it's it is. Very true. If you don't like it, fuck you. Yeah. This is. Ca- and I feel like you know right it's, away. It's like a cat. It's literally <laughs> like a cat. It's like the cats don't. Oh, give, that's really cats funny. Cats don't give a fuck. Yeah. And cats, the movie does not give a fuck. It's like I'm going to do what I want. If you don't like it, you can fuck off. That's what that 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 in a way is the genius of of cats. It has a, it has a cat-like personality in that it shows up. It does a bunch of shit that makes no sense and doesn't give a fuck what you think. Right? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's a very, very accurate... Yeah. I think, I think we finally got to the heart of the matter. Yeah. And the heart is that it's just a cat. So a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people have been saying to me, should I... Like, like, because they're baffled that I'm having this reaction mm. to it. Like, I'm saying this thing is amazing or whatever. And I'm not saying it's good or bad. I've just said it's amazing. It's mind-boggling. Like, and, and my, like, people have said to me, is it bad? Is it good? Should I go? And I just... I don't know how to answer that question mm. because I, I... I just think if the music was a little better, then I, just, I would, I just I would wish, tell people, go. I so yeah. wish the music... It just, just two or three numbers that, like, really kind of got you going. Like, I would... I would honestly unreservedly recommend mm. it, but there's only one truly great song in it, um, and 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 that for me is the biggest letdown. If if the music, if I liked the music better, if it had like Hamilton quality or music, I, I don't right, care. Then about, we'd be I, I wouldn't care about, about anything it, yeah. about how mad the, yeah, yeah. the, the it wouldn't cats matter were. that the story right. seems so empty. But even even setting that aside, and it is a big thing to set aside for a musical, the music. Mm-hmm. Even setting that aside. Um, it does at least end on a high note because the, the, the not the final song, but the second from final song is fantastic. Mm. Um, and I, the number one thing that I've said to people, I've said this like a dozen times over the last 48 hours, I, and I know you don't agree, but like I don't think you'll regret having seen it because it's one of those things you have to see to believe. Like You won't believe that somebody actually made it until you see it for yourself. I feel like had I paid for the ticket, because this is something we right. got a screener right. uh, we got a screener. access to. Um, had I paid for the ticket, I think I, I would have come out a little upset. Do you think, let me ask and, you this, because I think a lot of people are going to end up watching it on Netflix or HBO mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you think you'll have the same impact on the small screen? I think so. I, I really do. Because, like, one of the things that we haven't, like, really discussed is, like, there was a, a good amount of people just laughing at Some the people movie. were laughing at the movie. And it's just, like, And those people me, annoyed like, me. I, it was like, shut up. 
Yeah, like, I don't like why, that. What like old Deuteronomy comes out and like they were just laughing hysterically. Yeah, there were, there and I was like, couple, I don't get it. It was only a couple of people, but that's all it. That's yeah. why I don't like going to the movies. It only takes a couple of no, people to spoil see, your I love experience. Going to the movies. People at the yeah. there's always someone at the back cackling or whatever or that's laughing not at it, the case. and it spoils my experience. Yeah. That 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 yeah. kind of that kind of so that's what I'm saying. That's bit. what I'm saying. I do think that like you might have a better experience at home, right? Uh, just because like it will be you, and you won't have to deal with anyone else reacting to this very weird experience. And I I personally think that that would be a better way to watch it. I don't know. I I, yeah. I, I again I understand why you know like not ten dollars for a movie ticket is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah. I wouldn't. Say, I would say you were I'd say if you get a chance to see it at a screener or whatever, I would like. I would definitely go. If 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 spending twenty thirty dollars on a couple of movie tickets is not a big deal to you, I would say definitely go. You've got to see it to it's believe it. It's certainly an experience. It's absolutely just batshit bananas. Um, and it and 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 you'll you'll be talking about it for days the way that the way that we have been because mm-hmm. it's just so crazy. Um, but if like you know you, you you've only got the budget to go see like a mo- one movie this month or whatever maybe go see something you're more likely to enjoy yeah uh, like a more conventional film but if you if you if if you have the same if you have similar tastes to me like you like stuff that is just so fucking weird, weird. <laughs> yeah um, there's nothing there's literally nothing else like it at this at this level and I would and, I, and the reason I'm saying is I I do think it actually plays better on the big screen because it is beautifully shot. The the light the lighting is beautiful the you know the and and the the staging is beautiful and I think that it does benefit from being on a bigger screen. But Gary, if you get the the hue play lights, I don't need any of that shit. It's man, I don't need any of the that. The lighting shit. in my house is fantastic. I'm sure I'm sure it is. It is phenomenal. I'll show you some videos later. I actually find that distracting. The light around the screen. It's. I mean, it, you could find it distracting. I I personally feel like it's. It's subtle enough where it's not like the main focus at all, and you're right. watching the middle of the box. Right. So it's just adding flares. Yeah. I guess. What <laughs> but are, enough about what, that. What, 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 is, there anything, is there anything we haven't touched upon on the agenda? Uh, no, we hit everything. Um, yeah, I think it, the, the last thing is: do we recommend it or not? It seems like kind of on the fence. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, again, I, I again, it, like I said, it's different for everyone. If 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 it's not a big deal for you to go and you're curious, if you're on the fence, I would say go. Mm-hmm. Um, because because it is an experience. Better for better or worse, it's an experience unlike anything else. You're it's gonna certainly have a very unique experience that I don't think we'll see again for a long time, if ever. Yeah. Do you think it's going to make money? That's I I it's it has a low budget, so the bar isn't set super high. That being said, it probably has to make like two hundred million. I mean, look at something like Greatest Showman that came out of the gate slow and ended up making like a fucking billion dollars mm-hmm. because it stuck around. Yeah, there's I think a lot of cat. I mean, there's a lot of cats fans out there. I yeah, mean, they've I, been I'm, packing these packing the theaters out for forty yeah. years. I I feel like will it be able to make two hundred million dollars worldwide? I think so. So it, it should be able to make. I its think money it'll at least back. make its money back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, maybe a little. But I don't think it's going to be like a massive. I, I'm very. It, it might be. I feel like I mean, it could go it's, either it's, way. But it's coming out on a terrible week. Like, don't come out this week. No, because, like, I'm telling you, this, the Venn diagram doesn't cross over. People, that, no, one, no one's going, should I, no one out there, I guarantee you, no one is going, should I go see Star Wars or Cats? Right. They're all in one box or but the other. But all the people that would be just being like, I guess I'll go see Cats, are going, I gotta go watch Star Wars. I don't think so. There, look, there are, there are a I lot. I feel like look, everyone... You have that, to remember, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that don't give a shit about Star Wars. And a lot, and, and a lot of them are the kind of people that give a shit about things like Cats. Mm. Mm. I, I have a feeling that numbers are going to be shockingly low next week for cats. I'd be interested to yeah. see. 
Well, yeah, it's, we I mean, look, they look, they're not the people at Universal aren't stupid. Right. They didn't. They, they it's not. They didn't know Star Wars. They they, they know what it's counter programming. Yeah. There's going to be a, over the holiday season. I, I you get want, you what want, you're saying. Like, you've got you're, like you're at your you're at your mother-in-law's fucking mm-hmm. house. Or something. She doesn't want to go see Star Wars. But she, I, she but, doesn't. But you're gonna want to, and like you know, if there's a kid around, he's gonna want to, and if there's. The, your your father in law he might want to you know what I mean like once it's enough people you're gonna go watch Star Wars maybe and look mm. it, like, obviously Star mm. Wars is gonna be the yeah. biggest movie at the box office this weekend yeah. but I and but I think that Cats is the kind of movie that again I, I think it's it's intelligent counter programming it's it's mm-hmm. an it's an option for people who want to go to the theater over the cinema over the holidays who don't want to see Star Wars or maybe already have seen it mm-hmm. and they want something different and this it, it certainly fucking checks I that mean, box that certainly makes a lot of sense but i still think that like the numbers are going to be very soft come monday but i also think that like the greatest showman mm-hmm. it could stick around that's possible but that depends on how long the numbers stay solid. Do you think this? Right? Do you think this curiosity factor is enough to move the needle? Like the, all these I, people I, saying, I, "I gotta see it." I don't. I don't. I think that, that that is gonna certainly help it. But I don't know that it. Like I'm a little hesitant to say that it will make the, the, like the 180 million that it has to to recoup right, everything. Right. Right. You know. And it's just like I don't. I don't think we're gonna see something like this for a while. And like maybe that is a reason to go and watch it because it is so unique. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, very quickly, I want to tell you what is out on streaming platforms. Okay. Yeah? So, this week on Netflix, we have The Two Popes. That's a Netflix film that I really, really want to see uh-huh. about the transition between yeah. Benedict and uh, Francisco. And uh, oh, Joey, is The Witcher in? is coming out. Joey's coming in. To when does The Witcher come on? I believe it's Friday. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Sooner than I no, thought. No, not 24th. Wait, what was the other thing you said is coming out? The Two the Popes. Two popes. Oh, also. Uh, cool, Greg. Is there a mic up? I got it real quick. Hold on. Were you following our cat's discussion, Joey? I mean, I tuned in every once. I don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber is my thing. Really? I don't, because I don't really well, like Phantom either. And it was, did not go on. <laughs> no, I just don't like, I don't, the only like Andrew Lloyd Webber musical I like is Jesus Christ Superstar. And even that is That's like, a good one. Yeah. But the rest of them don't really do it for me. Uh, there's another documentary that came out on netflix this week called huh. don't fuck with cats have you oh, guys heard about this yeah it's like this cr- it's supposed to be like one of the best true crime documentary series i think it's only like three episodes or something like that i heard people talking about it i have yeah. no idea what it's about uh i feel like the less you know about it going into it okay, the better cool. but if you like true That's crime intriguing. things then i would recommend watching it i started watching it last night and then i fell asleep but i want to catch up um uh- yeah, so we also have The Witcher coming out, and I believe that's, let me see, the day, the 20th, so tomorrow. Okay. Um, on Amazon Prime, we've got The Aeronauts. It's a trailer we played here, talked about here. Yeah, Felicity Jones, yeah. right? Huh? Felicity Jones. Yes. Is in The Aeronauts. I think so. Yeah, and what's his name? The other guy that was the, or, no. the Stephen Hawking guy. Yes. Oh, yeah. News Commander. Him. Right? What? News Commander. Yeah. Who? Newt Scamander, fantastic. Oh yeah, Newt, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, forget, I keep forgetting his name. <laughs> um, and then on Hulu, there's uh, the kid, which is another trailer that we played on here that I thought was really interesting. About, uh, Does it sound creepy? It sounds creepy. no, no. It, it's it's like a western. Oh okay. Yeah. Thing is like a horror. Um, and then out in movie theaters near you, we've got Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Which you can hear us talk about tomorrow yep. here at yep. nine a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also go and watch Cats. Can. Opens Gary, tomorrow. Gary loves. 
Go, you can go see it like a. And then I like more and more as I think about it. I'm telling you, and I want to stop thinking it, about it. Be honest. We kind of, we kind of played ourselves a little bit <laughs> yeah. here because we started this as a lark. Yeah. But uh, but now we love but, cats. But, but in, but in, don't you feel like through this conversation we've come to like appreciate it a bit? Yeah, more? and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then one last movie coming out, Bombshell this week. Oh yeah, the Fox News movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, I've heard good things about that. Um, also coming out next week, Little Women. You should go see that. Oh, is it, I've got well, a screener for that. Week. But we don't have a thing for that. So, yeah, we actually watch Little Women. Normally, we do a part of the show where we talk about things that we've watched this week. We didn't have time for that. But I do want to talk about Little Women for one minute. What a great movie. It's Phenomenal acting just so throughout the whole movie. The story is incredibly compelling. I went in not knowing if I was going to enjoy it or not. Kevin wasn't super stoked on it. Not at all. <laughs> going but into I it. came out and was like, holy shit. What a film. The yeah, I just, I just got chose. a screener for it literally yesterday. I think I'm going to check it out over it's the holidays. It's really good. Directed by Greta Gerwig, who I love and adore. She did Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've got Saoirse Ronan, also from Lady Bird in Brooklyn, who's incredible. Timothy Chalamet, who's been in like cast. everything. Great cast. Laura Dern, uh, Meryl Streep, Emma Watson. Like, Is it uh, a period adaptation? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which I it's not like a modern retelling or something. No. Okay. And I don't normally love like period E pieces. You've it's said not many really times you hate thing. them. Specifically, like English ones aren't my thing, but mm-hmm. this is not. But it's really I'll good. Check it out. I've never seen a movie version of Little Women, so I should oh. check it out. Yeah, I I like that they do them like every twenty years or so. And yeah, get, it's like, one it's one of those people. it's one of those books that they'll yeah. always adapt yeah. at some point or another. But everybody in it is so good, even though Kevin hates Laura Dern. What's your favorite? What's your favorite movie that you saw this year? That's a discussion for next year. Oh. Are you saving that for like movie? You have like a whole movie yeah, of the year it's discussion. Really our first episode. Oh, of the year. okay. I was just asking you like personally, like what, like what you liked. It doesn't have to be uh, like I mean, an there official. Was a lot, there was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, but my number one, it's, it's honestly, it's going to be a really tricky year. There were some phenomenal movies that we watched, but right now, I think it's it's Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh yeah, you really liked that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I really liked it, and it's one of those things that like. I think I've bought it now that it's out on streaming services, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to own if they have a, a Blu-ray at yeah. some point. Actually, last week I asked the best friends what their favorite piece of content was, mm. um, and they wrote in. <clears throat> what their favorite piece of kind of funny content? No, 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 just oh. overall media. Streaming. So like movie, TV yeah. show, streaming. Yeah. Um, Mitch Craston says the farewell uh, oh, for a movie so and BoJack Horseman for a TV show were my favorites of the year. Uh, let me see who's got another interesting one because there was quite a bit. This one I actually really like. Surf31 says, My favorite piece of content this year was Love, Death, and Robots. It came out of nowhere and it was Oh, the Netflix series, right? Yeah, I heard that was good. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. And like that's, a, that's one that I think I could have easily forgotten about. But like I think about a couple of those little uh, episodes every once in a while and it's like, man, they're so good. Uh, let's see. Let's do at least one more. Dalton F. says, favorite movies, Marriage Story. As a married person and a child of divorce, I have never seen a movie nail those feelings and dynamics better than this one. It was so authentic and real. And as for TV shows, he says, Watchmen. And I, like, I dig that a lot. Fair enough. Yeah. You need to finish Marriage Story. It's, you really do. It's, it's, a, it's, it's really it's heavy a lot. to watch It's all extremely once. heavy to watch. Um, one more Crawford Morgan says favorite piece of media this year YouTube Red's Impule Impulse oh it was a typo great Impulse only because I went into the expecting a bland sci-fi show and on the levels of Jumper 
similar story, and it delivered so much more. I've been recommending it to everyone. Have you seen it all? No, I heard it's good though. Sounds like I'm, I'm so behind on stuff. I've still really catch up. So I've only seen one episode of Watchmen. I think we're finally going to binge that over the holidays. You really should. I've got oh, a big man. pile of screeners of the prestige movies that I've got to watch over the You're holidays so cool. as well. So um, cool. <laughs> I'll tell you mine, though. I'll tell you what my favorite thing that oh, I saw sorry, yeah. was. Uh, it's, and it's on Netflix. Dolomite is my name. That's awesome. Fantastic. Yes. Did you I see really it? I enjoyed it. No. It was terrific. Oh, you've you got to watch it. It's on my desk of everything. It's like the most fun I've had watching. It's like such a good feel-good movie. It's I loved it. so interesting to see Eddie Murphy back in that role. Doesn't it make you wish that he'd like just kept making movies all this time? It's like, yeah. God, where have you been? Yeah. You're still so great. Hey, but he's coming back. You know, That's we've right. got and, you know, two movies around the corner. And you know who like really surprised me in that movie? Wesley Snipes. Amazing. Just terrific. Not enough of him. Like, hilarious. Who yeah. knew he was that funny? He's yeah. hilarious. Really good. All right. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I've been your host, Kevin Coelho. You can find me on social media at Kind of Funny Kevin. You can follow Gary Witta at Gary Witta. At Gary Witta. And also I'll be streaming on Twitch tonight, twitch.tv slash Gary Witta, mm-hmm. uh, around 7 o'clock uh, Pacific. Join me there. You can also follow Joey at Joey Noel. Uh, I'll be tweeting out copious thoughts on the 12 Boys I Love Before trailer since you fucked me. Well, let me I'm so sorry, Joey. I'm so sorry. No interest in that movie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go out to the movies and watch Rise of Skywalker or Cats. You've got or both. options. Both. Or both. That's right. Go to, to your double bill. All right, bye. <laughs>